and welcome to the Dinosaur Man Nerdcast. I'm Andy Hughes. I'm here with Alex Hudson. Hello. Hello. It's normal for the first time. How you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Excited. Why are you excited, Andy? Because Game of Thrones comes back. Baby, have you ever seen a game from a throne? <laughs> du, 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 du. <laughs> we all remember the very famous theme tune to Game of Thrones <laughs> that definitely starts every episode. I love how it just peters out. I don't know the other lyrics favorite. to the Game of Thrones theme it's tune. favourite thing about that entire song. Baby, have you ever seen a game from a throne? Du, 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 du. That's part of it, and then it goes. That's part of the same song. It's like you know when Green Day did Holiday and Boulevard of Broken Dreams. It actually blends into one another. So when Seal released Kiss from a Rose, sorry to give it its real title, Game from a Throne. Yeah. It it was actually just cut off halfway through. Like that one was released for Batman and Robin or Batman Forever. Yeah. Batman Forever, wasn't it? Yeah. And then it was cut off halfway through the recording, but Seal was like, No, 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 man, I got more. <laughs> I predict that in the future there's gonna be a, a series that's gonna need an instrumental that goes like this, no 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 and then he did it all with his mouth. Ah. So every time you watch Game of Thrones and the opening credits come on Seal is making all those noises. Unfortunately, the original cut of the credits where Seal's face was in the sun at the end. He's like uh, Hightower from um, from Police Academy. You can make all those different noises with Hightower. his mouth. Hightower? Hightower is the big tall one, the super strong one. Isn't he the one that made the noises? No. Who made noises? Michael something. Like, his name's Michael something. Michael... Not in the, not in the film. The actor... Yeah, his name's Michael something. Michael, I believe, begins with C. Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah. Well, I'm trying to remember who the different. Right, while I find this out, you say what we're he doing. He died today. recently, right? No, I think he's still going. Oh, okay. Michael Winslow. Michael Winslow. He's dead, right? No, he's still alive. What? He's 58. Crazy. He played Larval Jones. He was the one, not Hightower. No, Hightower's dead. That's who I thought was dead. Okay. That's, that's Hightower. Yeah. You idiot. Which one's Michael Winslow again? You idiot. Not that one. I've already gone off it. No. Welcome to episode. Okay. Game of Thrones is coming back. Tomorrow. Back. Technically tonight. Tonight. Sorry. I mean, no one's watching it illegally, for, for right? For us, it's tomorrow because it, what, it airs 2am here? Yeah. Uh, like tomorrow morning. So... We won't get to see it till Monday night. We're getting nice and early. We get to see it Monday morning if you want. Mother trucker. If you now, wake up early enough. You've seen... I'm going to bed immediately after recording this. <laughs> you've seen some of Game of Thrones, yeah? Yeah, I've seen loads of Game now, of you've Thrones. You've seen like... One series. What, like 60% of it now? Because oh, of, actually, no, yeah, to be fair. you watched a fair few of the old ones. Yes. You've never watched any of them in order. I, right, I've never seen any of series one or two, I don't think. I've seen, <laughs> I think, all of series three and four. What did? What was the last one? Seven? We watched six, six. together. I've watched all of six. Because you just happened to be there when I was watching it. I think I have patches in my knowledge of five. I can tell you, like, I know where people are now, so that pretty much serves as, if they're not in it now, then they're dead. (laughs) And also, if they've got to the places they are now, I can sort of work backwards and go, oh, I know how that person got there. What do you think of it as a series, though? It's pretty good. 
Because you're not massively into it. I don't. I I didn't go on board in the same way that everyone else clearly has. Um, I remember the first time I watched uh, Game of Thrones was um, when I was working abroad. I had a day off and I was really hungover. And I had series one and two on like a hard drive. Mm. And I just watched all of it back to back Mm -hmm. while just dying in bed. I feel like that's not the best way to experience Game of Thrones. It was not a good use of my time. It's quite a no, no. It was a great use of my time because it's quite a stodgy series, and there's a lot to digest there. So if your brain is currently hating you and for what you've done to your body, (laughs) the thing is, I got like one day off a week, and that's how I spent my day. I mean, more power to you, man. Next Um, week you went out and met Barry Chuckle, so you know (laughs) they can't all be winners. But um, yes, it's coming back. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm really excited anyway. So, so am I, man. Look like, at me. I'm part of a sweepstake at work. About what? About who's, who's going to end up on the who, game. No, who's the first to die in Series oh, 7. Oh, I know who the first to die in Series 7 is. I know that. I've, I worked yeah. on it probably. Yeah? Yeah. Who do you think? Uh, you get to see a flashback to the time that... I'm not going to say who died in the last episode of the last series, but, you know, everyone did. <laughs> that is the thing. Well, everyone dies. Yeah, is that, is like that your, every, is that your problem? No, everyone, no, I no. I can't get too attached. No, 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 no. What I didn't like was that I was there like, oh, finally, I'm, I'm understanding some of these characters. Like, I watched all of Series 6 and then watched Series 2, 3, 4, and 5, maybe, yeah. or 3, 4, but I didn't watch, I didn't watch any of that before. So I was watching that going, well, I know they end up dead in Series 6 because of the horrific accident. The fire breathing thing. <laughs> uh, what's it called? The green flames. Um, dragon breath or something like that. It's called dragon fire. Dragon, dragon fire. fire. That, for me, I was like, that's basically like a genocide Although, moment. It, is it the second to last episode, Battle of the Bastards? Yes. Of last season was incredible. It was good. Like really incredible. I'm going to watch that later. That's what I'm going to do. Um, but what are we what are we talking about today anyway? <laughs> like. I could just. I'm not even sure anymore I because I thought we were going to say who's going to win the Game of Thrones <laughs> from other series. Well, this is what we're going to do. But the problem is, I got caught up in just Game of about Thrones. How amazing! Like it is one of the biggest in scale TV series there is at the moment. Um, you know, it came out around about the same time as Walking Dead, mm. and while Walking Dead has really petered off recently, I think Game of Thrones consistently. And there's people who are going to disagree, but I think Game of Thrones has consistently delivered that kind of epic fantasy scale that you've not really seen on TV before. Um, but what we're going to do today is go, okay, so we don't know who's going to win the actual Game of Thrones in the series Game of Thrones. I do. From, apart from Alex, who thinks it's going to be Varys or someone. No, Littlefinger. <laughs> Littlefinger's going to cut, come up right at the end, stab everyone else in the head, <laughs> and then be like, I'm going to sit on the throne. Also... I think it's going to be Bran, because he's going to come in and he's going to have like the blue badge. It, uh, Brand's the kid with no legs. Yeah, and, and he's gonna be like, and they're gonna be like, oh, he's should, stuck in a tree now. They'll be like, oh, we should give, we should give him a seat. You know, look, look, he can't walk. Let's give him a seat. And they go, oh, you can sit on this seat for a second. He sits on the and goes, I'm king now. My legs work the whole time. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think that the Iron Palace or wherever it is is sort of. <laughs> Let's a, be honest, Cersei doesn't seem that bothered. I don't think it's that iron. I don't think like their disabled access is great. <laughs> so I don't think there's even a ramp for him to get up to. Because now he hasn't got anyone carrying him around anymore. But there is a petition in um, the city council office. 
Which brings me on to another thing. I mean, the politics of this. I mean, the bureaucracy involved. I don't know who's in charge anywhere, really. <laughs> All I, well, I know that Daenerys is in charge of basically most of the rest of the world, mm-hmm. but not the important bit that she wants. No. But fucking come mid-season this season, I reckon she's going to... She'll be on the Iron Throne for a bit. You reckon? Yeah, well, the thing is, there is someone on the Iron Throne right now. Cersei. Yeah, right? She's, how many she's different people, her way to the How top. many different people have sit, sat on it? Since we started. Yeah. Robert Baratheon. Yeah. Then Joffrey. Yeah. Then Tommen. Yeah. Then Cersei. Too many already. I think that's it. I don't know why it's such a big deal. Who's going to end up on it? We've already had four. They're all winners. <laughs> Until they died. <laughs> so, today we're going to talk about characters from other films we think... Because we don't know... Films, TV win. series, other medium. Who we think would do very well in the Game of Thrones universe. Yeah. And potentially get that Iron Throne. Definitely. Like, without question, we'll get the Iron Throne. Go. Number one, Hulk. <laughs> oh, right. Number one, he's muscular. Number yeah. two, you can't understand what he's saying half the time. He's a Dothraki, if ever I saw one. But, so, but does Bruce Banner as part of Hulk, though? No. Hulk's buried him. Hulk was like, you shut the fuck up. <laughs> the Dothraki are not going to respect some nerdy scientist. I am in charge now. So Hulk came into the Dothraki camp and was like, oh, by the way, I'm now your leader. And they were like, well, he's 15 feet tall. He's 25 feet wide. And he wouldn't try by combat because Hulk smash. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, that's how you do it, isn't it? You become... But how are you going to get a horse that Hulk can ride? Doesn't need one, mate. He is his own horse. But the Fracky love horses. Yeah, but if you're Hulk, I don't think you've really got a need for a horse. We've seen that he can jump, like, 50 yards. That's not that far, actually, is it? <laughs> no, actually, it is quite far. No, no, fuck you, it is far. I can't jump 50 yards, so it must be far. I can't jump two yards. <laughs> yeah, this is true. I can't jump one. Three, I, three I can't jump. White men can't jump, this is true. <laughs> Woody Harrelson <laughs> taught us that. Us uh, okay, so, Hulk, I feel like, would be a great candidate. I think he's got the brute force. I mean, he hasn't necessarily got the scheming intelligence to stay on the throne, mm. but he'll get there. <laughs> And that's that's ultimately the thing. No one says, oh, who's going to stay on the throne? It's who gets to the throne. He'll get there no problem whatsoever. He'll be smashing mothers out of the way. Mothers like Cersei, because she's a mother of someone, I imagine. Mothers like Daenerys. Mother, mother of dragons. dragons. Uh, mother Care. Smashing that shop out of the way. <laughs> get out of the way, Mother Care. Hulk's coming through. He's got an iron throne to sit on. The only downside to Hulk is that they're going to have to adapt the throne to allow him to sit on it. Yeah, he won't like that throne. I I don't know how you Maybe can do it. Maybe he'll become Banner to sit on the throne. Yeah, but no, no one's going to respect him. No, no one's going to respect Bruce Banner. Like, if, if you go to see whoever's sitting on the Iron Throne, and then all of a sudden you go in and you're like, oh, Mark Ruffalo's here... There's a massive disappointment. You've been told that this gigantic green god, basically, when you yeah, think but, about it. Yeah, but never there. question the fact that it is Mark Ruffalo and not a green god. I would question. Okay, you'd go, oh, oh yeah, I thought you were supposed to be a big green god, and oh, you look like a right, right, right. And then he'd have to start explaining, yeah. like, well, you know, I'm not the Hulk all the time. And, and then like, well, this isn't the fair, I want the Hulk. And he's like, oh, don't get me angry. Mm. So, in fact, 
he always becomes the Hulk when he's in danger. So actually, he could probably stay on the throne just through brute force. And then he transforms, smashes up the palace, kills a load of people. And then runs away to India or wherever it was yeah. they found him in the first and Avengers then he's not film. On the fr- <laughs> and then he's in space for a bit. <laughs> I think everyone's the problem. He runs away to The Hulk Sulk will take place. The Hulk Sulk. Is that what the uh, the official canon name for the Hulk Sulk is? That's what I'm calling it. It's quite good. You Thank should you. you should phone up Marvel and be like, you can have it. <laughs> I mean, obviously charge them. 200, 200 quid, I think, will do it. <laughs> 200 quid, yeah. That'll be good. Okay, so Hulk maybe is not the best option. Well, you know, I think getting there, fine. But yes, he is Maintain. prone to mood swings. Mm. All right, who's your first choice? Well, I'm going to go off the back of yours then, because if we're talking about somebody who we think can definitely get the Iron Throne, mm-hmm. I think there is one man who is perfect at this. Yeah. Frank Underwood from House of Cards. Okay. <laughs> Coming off the back of Hulk, we <laughs> get to said, Frank Underwood. He, he said... The Hulk would definitely be able to get to Oh, right, okay. I thought you meant he was related to Hulk in some way, and I was like, I don't remember his appearance (laughs) in the MCU yet. Okay. Frank Frank Underwood um, shows in House of Cards, he will manipulate and lie better than anyone. Sure. Like, he's incredibly manipulative. And what are more people in politics and Game of Thrones better at than manipulating? The answer is nothing. Well, let's be honest. Game of Thrones is just House of Cards with more swords. Exactly. That's it. Because there's still the same amount of sex. Because, my God, in the last series, did it go hump crazy. <laughs> did you see how much humping was going on in the White House? All of the humping. Like, on, on like the... I just think it's unnecessary, guys. Like I'm like, in the guys, press room. you have a job to do. You're running a country here. But that never stops anyone in Game of Thrones either. But Frank Underwood could definitely make his way there. Oh, yeah. And most likely keep it. He's got the scheming like, down. He's very much... He's like Tyrion, Cersei, and um, who was who was their dad as well? Charles Dance. Tyrion. Tywin. 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 All Tyrion's all uh, into the one. other chap. And while he's not a fighter, so if battle came to his door, he wouldn't be able to fight himself. He's definitely the kind of man who knows who the fodder are to throw at the fight. Oh, yeah. Like, like he's, he's there a... like, oh, we've got to do a recruitment drive for troops. Why is that? Oh, because someone wants to take my throne away. I'm not willing to get that taken away from me. I won't fight for it. God, no. I've got no honour at all. But he'd be able to inspire them. The only problem is, mm. is whether he gets a fresher-faced candidate come up against him. Yeah, if, split if Rick Flagg comes up against him, whatever his name is. What's his real name? Joel Kinnaman. There we are. Joel Kinnaman comes along and is like, I am someone, son of the other guy. It's like, ah, thing, okay. That's the thing. Like, if Rob Stark had come up against um, old Frank Underwood, you know, a lot of people would be like, yeah, but he's a lot more handsome, isn't he? Mm. He's a lot more handsome. The than one, him. I think the one older, the veteran who could probably challenge him for that, hmm. Jeremy Corbyn, I reckon <laughs> would make it onto the throne. <laughs> Which is my next pick. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. <laughs> So as much as I thought that Frank Underwood was good, he's got the scheming down, sure. But he hasn't got the public crowd as well. Yeah, he hasn't got the bloody youth vote. Because I'm pretty sure that's how the throne works, isn't it? (laughs) So, you want to sit on the Iron Throne? You best have the the 18 to 24s voting for you. Who better than Corbs? 
Um, for our international <laughs> listeners, Jeremy Corbyn is an old man who is the leader of the Labour Party. He's too mad. He's up near the north of the wall. He's down. He's up. He's up there talking to north of the wall, going. This student union needs to be great again. And they're like, yeah, fuck Sheffield Hallam. No one. We're taking it back from Nick Clegg. So he's doing the university tours north of the wall. He's, he's there in old fucking... He's there like, get all the White Walkers on board. Because the White Walkers are the communists of this world, right? The White Walkers are there like, people look down on us, you know. We're trying... We've been Everyone disenfranchised there. for Everyone... too long. Everyone's vilified us. And he's there like, I will give you a voice. And that voice is Labour. And he's just like, oh, wow, okay, yeah, we'll get on board with you, old King White Walker. He looks like he could be a White Walker. Yeah, he could be, yeah, old Corbyn. He's got a bit of like, White Walker in him. If you look at the leader of the White Walkers, that could be Jeremy Corbyn. If he grew his hair out, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Jeremy Corbyn, I think, actually, I think we could, you know, it's going to be a short episode this week, but we should probably just end it there and say oh, that yeah. is definitely how it's going to work. The thing is, though, what, what politics has proven in these countries, if you've got a groundswell, doesn't mean you get the leadership. And also, he's he's a coward. And, if, uh, and if, also, I think Frank Underwood's willing to align himself with the DUP in this time. The Dothraki, maybe? The Dothraki Unionist Party, yeah. yeah. Uh, but what I would say is that because Jeremy Corbyn is dead against Trident nuclear weapons, right? He would never use Dragonfire. I I think he's going to decommission Dragonfire. <laughs> I don't think it was ever supposed to be commissioned. He's decommissioning Dragonfire. He's there like, I'm running on this platform... Free Jaffa cakes and <laughs> always, always free Jaffa cakes because why wouldn't you vote for that? And decommission all Dragonfire. Dragonfire has proven to be a volatile substance. It's probably against human rights, which has never been and an issue honest, in Game of Thrones just to be before. Honest, we've only got Dragonfire because other countries had Dragonfire, and it's a deterrent for them getting us with Dragonfire. Exactly. Saddam Hussein had Dragonfire, and therefore we had to get Dragonfire. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're the bad guys. No way. Decommission our Dragonfire. Kim Jong-un will keep hold of his dragon fire and then he'll make an attack on the throne. So yeah, Jeremy Corbyn for Iron Throne 2K17. <laughs> Who's your next pick? Well, As if anything can top that. I, I think we peaked too soon. Well, I think we may have. Well, I think if you want somebody to try and take the Iron Throne, they need to be prepared for anything, yeah? Yeah. Like, know what is coming. Um, like, have a good tactical mind. Do you agree? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So I figured the best person to do this would be Ian Stone Ooh. from the Depths of Ian Stone. Oh, uh, this podcast brought to you by Death of Ian Stone. <laughs> like I thought, but we haven't mentioned it in a while. Now, for the uninitiated, what is Ian Stone? Ian Stone is an unassuming ice hockey player who <laughs> lives forever, basically. <laughs> like it's a very good film. <laughs> if you like, if you've seen the trailer for Netflix, is like. <laughs> What is it, Naked, Before I Fall, or Happy Death Day, but are all coming out mm. this year. Ian Stone did it first. And better. Um, look, Ian Stone is... I mean, what, we'll, what we are responsible for is the DVD sales of at least three <laughs> extra copies. Uh, so The Death of Ian Stone is a film where a man dies over and over again. It's a bit like Groundhog Day. But yeah. Basically, Groundhog Day did it first, but Ian Stone made it about murder. <laughs> <laughs> and about weird sort of otherworldly forces, which kind of fits in quite well with yes. Game of Thrones lore. So basically, in the depths of Ian Stone, he keeps dying, and every day he wakes up um, in a different situation. Mm. Um, but, but he knows the then how to the... avoid. Yes, he's got the knowledge of the previous day. So my theory is, 
in this, if he keeps dying, he'll come back smarter knowing how to get his way to the throne. Yeah, the... Like he has to die a lot, but it's Ian Stone. Yeah, it's not going to last long, is it? This is the it? problem. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take fucking ages until he's able to get to the throne. Well, then he's going to have one day, and then he's going to end up dead, because <laughs> nothing nothing in the Game of Thrones world will get him. It will be the thing that's chasing him in the movie. I can't remember what they are. Yeah, the, Ian Stone is a liability. He's going to cut himself on one of those swords and sticks out the throne. Like, well, oh, next time, don't do that. Next well, time, don't stand on those. He'll die. Yeah. And they'll be like, oh no, we had a king for a day, like the Green Day song. Yeah. And then they'll be like, oh, what are we going to do then? It's like, next day, oh, Ian Stone's back alive. We've got a king that just can't die. Right, right. So before they put the next king on the throne. You're not going to get a king in a day, are you? No. Well, not, does it pass to the sun? But Ian Stone ain't got time to procreate. Well, we know that much because uh, I'm pretty sure in that car accident, his girlfriend might have died. I can't remember. The car accident I, at the start of the movie. I, we all remember this. <laughs> you know, it's weird. Right. Sidebar for a second here. I'm pretty sure it takes place on the Isle of Wight or the Isle of Man or something. Yeah, and it's weird because he's, a hot, he's an ice hockey player on like the Isle of Wight or something. And he's definitely American. I think there's a reason that is given for him being American. I think he transferred here from the New York Islanders or something. <laughs> I need to watch that film again, basically. We'll do sponsored screenings. You have to pay us to watch it because it's really not good enough. Hey, it was great for whatever price we paid for it. 99 pence. So, Ian Stone. Okay. A man who keeps dying and coming back to life. Yeah. Perfect for managing to... If it works for Jon Snow, it can also work... Oh, spoiler alert for, like, last season. Jon Snow comes back to life. Oh, spoiler alert for the season before last, Jon Snow dies. <laughs> okay, so... If we're if we're thinking the politics side, yeah, like the war side is covered by Hulk, I feel, but I think we need to work out the the sort of smaller scale stuff. I've like, already did this with JC and Frank Underwood. No, because Battle I've, of the Ages. Well, yeah, I mean, there's another one. You need someone with an independent revenue stream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you need someone who can lower taxes for all of. Uh, I want to say Winterhold, but I know that's not Westeros. right. Westeros, there we are. You need someone who's got cash so that you can make your peasants happy so that everyone sort of commits to... The thing is, it's a divided world at the moment and mm. we need to bring it back together. Make Westeros great again. Scrooge McDuck! Will be on the Iron Throne. I thought you were going to go somewhere else with that. Yeah, the original Scrooge McDuck, who was the blueprint for Donald Trump. But Scrooge McDuck is the guy I want. Number one, he's funny. You ever see DuckTales? Mm -hmm. It's funny shit, man. You ever see DuckTales again? Still funny now. Still funny now. Do you see how much money he dives into at the start of every episode? And and he must have a very solid kind of... If he's fighting... First things first, you he's can't... getting rid of that Iron Throne, putting in a golden one. <laughs> if that's what we've been waiting on, cash reserves in order to replace that... Well, you would say Basie's politics are not fight, but he's got to have some strength to him because it's hard to dive into a pile of just coins. I think he's like Bruce Willis from Unbreakable. Like he could swim... I'm pretty sure that's who he is. <laughs> he's he's Mr. Unbreakable. That's That's got to be it because every... every God damn day, he jumps into that fucking pile of money head first. And it's not notes. Mm-hmm. It's coins. Coins and gems. 
diamonds are in there. Yeah. Boom. Straight in. Face plants it. There's no blood. Nope. Not even a cut. Not even one single cut. I cut myself shaving more than he cuts himself diving into diamonds and gold. I cut myself getting out of bed more often than he cuts himself diving into diamonds and gold. So Scrooge McDuck for me... He can improve the lives of everyone in Westeros. He won't because he's greedy. But I think he understands... He's very greedy. No, because... His advisors would surely help him. It's the same as the Lannisters. Huey, Louie and Dewey, the three advisors he brings along. They'd be like, look, Uncle Scrooge. No, because there's going to be too much hijinks going on. It's like, oh, we didn't... Why is that? Because there's so much hijinks. Okay, well, what would you rather have? Hijinks or all-out war? I know what I prefer. Whimsy. Whimsical hijinks rather than the murder of an entire country. That's just the way I see it. But hey, maybe I'm thinking too big. Maybe maybe I'm the bad guy. Yeah, maybe I'm the bad guy for thinking that we can have a united Westeros here. But he's too greedy to actually... If your point is... I'm telling you what. Huey, Dewey and Louie, at the end of every episode, teach him a lesson. And the, the lesson yeah, he would learn is Game that you've got, you got to spend the... money to make money. That's the rule. Everyone says it. It's probably true for ducks. The thing is, Game of Thrones shows you don't have enough time on the throne to learn a lesson. Okay, yeah. So he's going to be too greedy. The people are going to revolt. And guess what? They're all having cooked duck for dinner, which is going to be the richest meal that most of those people in Westeros have had. stuffed with gold. <laughs> Alright, fine. Fine, fine. You win this round, but I'm still campaigning for a coalition of Scrooge McDuck and <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn. I don't know, I've heard Frank Underwood's calling it a coalition of chaos. Okay, who's your next? Well, if we're going to go... Like, I know you said we don't want all-out war. No, I think that would be terrible. But if we did... Okay. I may have the perfect answer. Yeah. He's about ten feet tall. Okay. He's built like a brick shithouse. Right. He loves castles. It's Bowser. Bowser. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, cool. He can breathe fireballs. So He's basically basically a dinosaur. He's basically a dinosaur. He likes power. Yeah. He also likes having a lot of sex. Mm. So he's going to fit one into the Game of Thrones universe. Do we know that he does? I mean, he's got a lot of kids. he's he's, He's got a lot of kids. He also likes stealing princesses, so... I don't think there's anything nefarious behind that, by the way. <laughs> he's, just, he's just lonely. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. You know, abducting her. I think he's just like. I think you'd be better off with me than some Italian Maybe she really plumber. Likes him or something. I think he just sees her as like being better than that life that she was going to go well, into. But I think he sees her as a trophy wife. Definitely yeah. true. And there's a thing. Like, the sex with her would be logistical nightmare. What you want to think is people in the Game of Thrones universe. They they do that a lot. They have trophy wives. Mm. You know, look at um, Carl Drogo got um, Daenerys as a trophy wife. So Bowser fits in perfectly in this universe. Sure also, he does. When he comes to the White Walkers, will eventually invade Westeros. And when they do, we know the Dragonfire is a ball ache for them. What can Bowser do? Out of his mouth. Breathe fire. Absolutely. <laughs> Who needs dragons when you've got? You've got the a King li- Cooper himself. You've got a limitless on the supply. Iron Guess what? As well, you tried to kill him. He's got goes his de- inside his shell. He's also got he his is- own defense systems in the sense that he can go inside his shell. He's also got the womps that he could uh, put in. You know the little blocks that yep. womp down on Bowser's castle exactly. on Mario Kart. Imagine trying to invade the Red Keep when Bowser owns the Red Keep. 
If he converts the Red Keep into Bowser's Castle from Mario Kart Double Dash, yes. any invading forces well, are fucked because he could use lightning as they come over the bridge and send them into the lava. Really good at go-karting as well. I don't know how important that is, but he doesn't need a horse. I mean, it's very and important. go going at 150cc. <laughs> Just faster than any horse has been known to go. Also good at tennis. And party games. I think so golf. He, so he can entertain. You go around and it's like, oh, here is here is like the leader of some some nation. Um, we need to entertain, get him on side. It's like that's fine. Get on that Mario party. But here's how it all comes down for him. Leave her on a bridge that makes him fall into the lava. No, I think it's going to be that someone will come along and say. Uh, I claim the throne, and he says, "Why? Why would you claim it? Why would you even say that? I'm on the throne." He goes, "You are a false king," and then they go, "What?" Because it's really King Boo in a Bowser costume, just like in Luigi's Mansion. <laughs> There's a very deep cut that only maybe one person who listens to the podcast might understand. It's me. So he'll be like, but hold on, is the he'll tear off the head and King Boo will be underneath. Oh, but I'll get up, oh, another king, another king, <laughs> ready made king. Yeah, All right, if King Boo comes out, you go, Oh god, there's been a ghost on the throne the whole time. How do you kill a ghost? Oh god, we've just created our own monster. I mean, it's a, it's a problematic situation. But would the person ripping the head off be the actual Bowser? In which case he throws off his clothes and goes, now you've got real Bowser. Shit's about to get real. More Wampin' Blocks, please. This is like Highlander. There can can only be one. (laughs) And if you kill the other one, he becomes a King Boo. Alright, all out war you want. John Rambo's getting on that throne, my friend. (laughs) He does it. He's not getting on that throne. He does it solo. (laughs) He'll shoot people with arrows. Mm-hmm. He's not afraid to go old school. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. He'll go new school. He's got guns, but he'll also go arrows. That's a pretty good mix. I feel like if you're going to say to me, "Oh well, he can't have guns because this is Game of Thrones time and there's no guns here," fine, he'll get out his bow. He'll longbow a few mothers in the head. Why not? Yeah, but I, I can't see him getting there. I, I, think, I think he's got the. Does he have the political? Nets? If he's been wronged by the person who's currently on the throne, nothing will stop him. He's but taken he, out entire countries, basically. But does he have the political? Oh, he's got no political now because because he's not. Got, he's a, he's he's going. Are you forgetting Rambo. that Scrooge McDuck was my second pick? Yeah, but what you got to think is Scrooge McDuck would probably have a support network. Like he'd probably get Huey, Dewey, Dewey, and Louie. Yeah, as it, yeah. <laughs> Louie is his hand of the king. Yeah. Um, but because Rambo will go solo. He's got no one to help him there. All right, fine. Which means that he could potentially... He's a bit of a one-man army. Yeah. In that he is... He'll def- get close. I think he'd get on it. But I don't think he'd stay on it. I think I think he could get on it easily. I think he could kill enough people. I think he's merciless. I think he's more leader of the uh, guards. Yeah? Whatever they're called. Like the head, of, know, the head of the King's Guard. Right, yeah. Uh, like Jamie Lannister is. Yeah. I think he'd be better there. Yeah, sure. Except he wouldn't have anyone, any other guards. It would just be John. It's like, oh God, there's someone attacking from the far side of the keep. I got this. And he'd just zip, zip line across. Yes. Cut off their heads <laughs> with a toothbrush. Somebody would try, try getting in and all of a sudden a wooden slap would just hit him in the face. It's like, 
I set it up months ago just in case. Uh, right, okay. And then somebody's like, oh God, it's the baker's daughter. I was going to say, like, if he set up like this trap months ago, surely Kevin McAllister's the next person on the throne. <laughs> yes. All right, who's your next pick? Um, I, I put a King Leonidas for 300. 300. Yeah. Pretty good king. Uh, I don't think uh, 300 people is going to be enough to no, defend. No, think about it, right, 300... He beat a Persian army with 300 soldiers. Right, but if you give him thousands... Right, think about it. He goes into those Dothraki, becomes their leader. He's already topless enough to be a Dothraki. Exactly. He's basically got everything about about him to be a Dothraki leader. Sure. Um, He takes over the Dothraki. If he takes them into war, there's more of them than there were the... um, What are they called? Spartans. Yeah. Bigger army. Mm-hmm. They all like just. They all like being topless. Yeah, they do. So it fit. So the the sort of culture shock for him wouldn't be an issue because it's basically the same. Exactly. Only the strongest survive, like, which is another thing from from Sparta. You know, they they take the strongest kids and the others mm-hmm. they throw into a weird baby pile. So he'd be able to win trial by combat to become the leader anyway. Easily. 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 Who would he have to face? Hulk. <laughs> yeah, shit. Hulk's already in charge. the Actually, Leonidas, you're right, mates. You tried so hard. Well, I think he could do it. He could do it, but I think I think Hulk would be an obstacle. The thing too is far. that once he gets into power, I think he would be better leader of um, when Dothraki are. Yeah, he'd be leader there. I don't think he'd be a good leader in West. So that is, he has his place in the world, but it isn't but it necessarily is, it on the Iron Throne. Right, okay. Well, that's all right. You know, you need people to you fill know, you these. Gotta, you you got to find your calling. I mean, I'm still fighting for Hulk on that one, but yeah, sure. you gotta, you got to have your calling, don't you? All right, my final choice. Okay. My final choice. Alf. Alf from Alf. <laughs> Number one. Specifically, A L F, not E L F. Yes, Alf, Alf, rather than Elf. Alf would run on a policy: free cat meat for everyone. <laughs> How do you keep a people happy? Feed them. Scrooge McDuck, you've already said, would not would not share his gold around. Mm-hmm. I think Alf would be more than happy to eat some cats and then share the rest of the cats out. So all we need are there a lot of cats in uh, Game of Thrones? I think I've seen a couple, maybe. I don't think I've ever seen one. I think we need to start a breeding program so that Alf can remain happy and that the people can remain happy. I mean, I've seen what they have to eat sometimes. Mm. I'm pretty sure they eat people at some points. <laughs> so they've definitely eaten like pigeons and ravens and things like that. Yeah. They hide ravens because mm, mm. of, mm. of Game of Thrones. Mm. Be glad that yeah. I made a reference that you have heard of. Uh, <laughs> So, I think that Alf would be perfect because he's from another planet, number one. So, Mm -hmm. he he is above all of this sort of human squabbling and dragon squabbling. And are there any other races? Dothraki aren't technically human. No, they are. They are. They are. They're just like bad humans. Naughty humans. (laughs) White Walkers, they're not human. They're zombies. They're zombies, isn't it? Try reasoning with zombies. Oh, you can't. You know who can? An alien. And alien be like, hey guys, I know what it's like being from a different place. In your case, the underworld. My case, fucking space. I'm surprised if you didn't go, oh, White Walkers are basically zombies. Why don't we get Ash to be the leader? Perfect. He's he's the leader of the Night's Watch, of course. Yeah, he'd be on the wall. 
With his chainsaw hand. Is the wall... Wait, the wall, is that where... North of the wall? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah north, north of the wall is... Night's Watch the wall. is not King's Watch. King's Guard. No. King's Guard and Night's Watch. So Night's Watch are... Where the wall That's is. That's Jon Snow's yes. bunch, yeah? Yes. Well, his ex-bunch. Yeah, where he's like, I am... Until I die, I am on the, the Lord wall. Commander of Night's Watch. That's yeah. the that's the mother. So yeah, Ash from Ash uh, from he's Evil got Dead. A, he's got a Valerian steel chainsaw. Beautiful. I don't know if that's a good thing, but I'm guessing well, yes. Valerian steel kills White Walkers instantly. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Never heard of it, mate. Uh, sorry, Valerian, the City of a House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay, so he would be he would be on the wall, making sure that none of the zombies got in. Mm-hmm. He's got his Necronomicon there, just in case things get out of hand. On the throne itself is Alf, <laughs> in a coalition with Corbin and Scrooge <laughs> McDuck. So they run on a platform of. Some money, maybe, if Huey, Dewey, and Louie are good at advising, uh, decommission Dragonfire and free cat meat for all. <laughs> it's a perfect platform to run on. I feel like a coalition's the best way to get it. Alternatively... I don't think they were coalitions. That's, that's the only problem. Alternatively, Littlefinger. <laughs> have you got a final pick? Um, Godzilla. <laughs> Again, we're going to have to make a bigger throne. <laughs> I also don't think he's going to hang around. If the last Godzilla film is anything to go by, once he's done what he needs to do, he's just swimming into the ocean again. He's just there, like. Although, can you imagine, like, the Dothraki don't really like the sea anyway. No, they don't. Imagine they're going, okay, there's their, like, we're going to take all the Dothraki, and all of a sudden, Godzilla comes out the ocean. That would be pretty good. Like, if if the Dothraki are coming over the ocean like they are in this. Because at the end of Series 6, that's what we saw, right? Yeah. Daenerys leading the Dothraki across the ocean. And then they're faced as they come to invade with the rising face of Godzilla. He <laughs> just comes out and then starts breathing radioactive breath on them. And this is before they even knew the what radioactivity was. comparison to, say, the Godzilla from the 2014 mm. or wherever it was, compared to the size of those dragons, they ain't going to do shit. Godzilla is going to take those dragons by the necks, smash them together like they're two sort of uh, ragdolls, Throw them into the ocean. He's like, I fought Mothra for God's sake. He's going to tie their necks together and then just drag them behind him. <laughs> Wear round his neck like a little necklace. Mm, he'll be like, Mother of Dragons is all well and good, but I am the father of dragons. <laughs> I'm the, the sen- father of pain. <laughs> I'm the father of owning dragons. <laughs> uh, I think that's a good pick. Uh, you're going to have to make the door to the Iron Throne bigger. Well, this is the thing. I don't think he'd ever... He, they'd have to build a giant iron throne outside of the city. Maybe in the ocean. But just... I also don't think he'd want a throne. I think he'd be just like a Humble. Roaming, a He's roaming, humble. He's a roaming king. Godzilla, king of the monsters. Not anymore. No no throne necessary. No crown, no throne. White Walkers ain't going to stand a chance. Although the White Walkers do turn. He'll melt them. That, that's, that's a big problem. You reckon? Yeah, because zombie Godzilla... That's even more dangerous than King Godzilla. Yeah, but I think uh, fundamentally he would still be morally on our side. Not if he's a zombie. That's why we got Ash at the wall. He'll be able to take down Godzilla. I'm. I mean, Valerian steel chainsaw straight to the stomach. I'm dubious about it, but sure, with Luke Besson <laughs> in charge of his sword, why wouldn't he? <laughs> so, what have we learned from today's episode? That the best leader would be Bowser. Yes. 
because getting back into that throne room is going to be a problem. Yeah, true. But his only problem is he's going to have once to once he has it, that, he'll he'll hold it. But he's going to have to come across that coalition, that mighty coalition of Scrooge McDuck, Jeremy Corbyn, and Alf. <laughs> I don't even even need Alf. Uh, no, but the free cat meets just to persuade a few doubters. <laughs> Like the ones who are like, I'm not sure, I think we should keep Dragonfire. And they're like, well, you get free cat meat if you vote for these guys. It's like, well, free cat meat will do anything. So, yes, we're going in for Corbin, Scrooge McDuck, Huey, Dewey and Louie as advisors, and the free cat meat offering Alf. If, if they can get it back from Bowser. But the thing is, they've got to go through Bowser's castle and there's fireballs being fired down every corridor. And they're only driving 50cc cards. <laughs> and Bowser's got a blue shell. That's what we're going to have to leave it for this week. As always, you can find us on Facebook and on Twitter. On Twitter, we're at DinosaurMan15. If you like what you heard today, then you're clearly as insane as we are. Get in contact. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, Buzzsprout, and on iTunes, where you can also rate, comment, subscribe, review, leave a five-star little thing and tell us how good we are. It makes us feel better about ourselves. This week, the episode's theme tune was by Johnny Neves, as ever. But it was, baby, <laughs> have you ever seen a game from a throne? As we mentioned. Andy, thank you for hosting. It's okay. Thank you for being here. And as always, until next time. Oh, don't go diving! Don't go diving into a bowl full of money head first. <laughs> it's just not a good idea. Just don't believe the cartoons. Yeah, like if there's one message I can impart on you now, money buy hurts. <laughs> yes, buy sunscreen. Wear sunscreen, guys. Baz Luhrmann says it. It must be true. When has Baz Luhrmann ever lied to us? Bye, everybody! Australia, that's when he lied to us. He said it was good. Die. Die.